Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 86 of my little wrestling recap show where once a week or sometimes twice a week I go through all of the major WWE and AEW programs let you know what's going on in both of those companies storyline wise talk about the wrestling of course I give out my three stars of the week for my three favorite matches that I saw I'll also let you know if you should just skip out on the shows entirely there's so much wrestling and it you know your time is valuable so I try to do my best, let you know if you should skip out on the shows, and whenever there are some big pay-per-views on tap like there are for this week, I will be doing a separate review for those pay-per-views, and on tap for this episode, we got NXT's No Mercy and AEW's Wrestle Dream, so we'll be reviewing both of those. If you want to go back for predictions and all that stuff, you can go back and listen to the beginning of episode 85. I went through my predictions of these two pay-per-views really quickly, so let's dive into the review. We'll start off with NXT's No Mercy because it was first. They were in Bakersfield, California, pretty wicked. We got a match on the pre-show. It is Kalani Jordan going up against Blair Davenport. We got a cool spinning cutter going old school. Orton with the overdrive. We got a near fall right there from Kalani. Gotta love that overdrive. I I popped when I saw that. I was like, I haven't seen that move since like 2004. Kalani hits a split-legged moonsault, but it is actually countered by Blair. Gets the knees up. We got a diving stomp to the back. Falcon's arrow puts away Kalani Jordan, Davenport picking up a W. Really good performance from Kalani Jordan, showing off some nice offensive moves, and of course her athleticism is on point, flipping around and stuff really impressive. Blair, good mix here with Kalani, hard hitting. Crowd was surprisingly into this match, not because of the competitors, the fact that it's a pre-show match and not everybody was in there. So a pretty nice response for both of these ladies right here and a really solid match for a pre-show. Six and a half out of ten for that. And then Gigi Dolan attacks Davenport after the match. Boo! The main card starts with an N64 No Mercy style video package. Oh my goodness, this was... What a treat this was. We, I, I absolutely loved the the wrestlers done up in the N64 graphical style with their with the weird edges and the really, really goofy looking faces. This was an awesome way to start the show. Thumbs up for that, of course. In the first match on the card, we got Braun Breaker going up against Baron Corbin. These two have been feuding over the last like month or so, so let's see how they do. We got Baron, he comes out on a motorcycle, and then Braun soaring like an eagle over the ropes onto Baron Corbin. I mean, I'm getting huge Undertaker vibes right here. He's coming out American Badass style with the motorcycle, and then he does the Undertaker dive onto Corbin. Like, he soared through the air. Landing was pretty rough, but really liked the way that they opened up this match. Thumbs up for that. So they are brawling all out into the crowd. Corbin tries to put Braun through the announce table, but he misses. Takes a nice stiff flat back onto the table for his troubles. Match begins now, finally. Braun all over Corbin. Hits a scary-looking Frankensteiner. Manages to lift up Baron for the military press slam. Just, that's fucking impressive strength right there. Thumbs up. Corbin hits a deep six and a half, then slams Breaker through the announce table quite hard, I may add. Thumbs up for that. 
But Braun no-sells the table spot. He rises up from the dead like The Undertaker. What is going on with all this Undertaker stuff? Mark Stone out of nowhere dives at Braun Breaker. Braun catches him and tosses Stone like a little toy into a pile of security guards. Corbin takes advantage, hits the end of days, and picks up a big, I would say a big upset W right here. And damn, yeah, that was a good way to kick off the show. Announce table is already destroyed, so that's good. Breaker looked like an absolute animal, even in defeat in this match, so I thought that was a good job. Uh, Really channeling The Undertaker in this match, I must say. Quite odd, but alright. Baron Corbin, pretty solid performance overall from him. Uh, Mr. Stone's involvement was a little bit odd. We'll see where that goes. Is Corbin going to start working with him? Or is that completely just related to Stone and Wagner not liking Braun Breaker? We'll probably find out on NXT this week. But it was a good, entertaining opening match. I enjoyed this 7 out of 10. We move on to the North American Championship match. Dom Mysterio defending against Trick Williams. And we got a special guest referee of Dragon Lee. Dom immediately starts arguing with Dragon, attempts to leave the match, taking his belt, but Trick stops that from happening. Dom getting some fired up offense in, 619 to the back of the head. We got a super kick, but it misses, nails Dragon Lee right in the face. We got a regular referee, he comes down, but gets taken out pretty much immediately by Dom. What the hell is going on here? We got a frog splash from Trick, but Lee somehow is still completely out cold from one kick. He's not able to make the count. Dom grabs the championship belt. He swings and misses. Trick nails a knee to the chin. Dragon Lee finally awoken, makes the count, and we have a new North American champion. It is Trick freaking Williams, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, aside from... All the shit that was going on with the referees. I have no idea how Dragon Lee was knocked out for 11 minutes from one super kick. He is a wrestler. But anyway, uh, aside from that, good fired up performances from both Trick Williams and Dom. I mean, there was there was some ugly striking, a little bit of sloppiness. Because, I mean, these guys are pretty young, fairly green still. But I thought overall it was good. Uh, really good heel work from Dom, you know, running around and yelling at Dragon Lee. I imagine those two are going to continue their rivalry. And, man, yeah, it was a really fun little uh, championship run here for Dom as the North American champion. It was nice to see, a little bit surprising. It was short but sweet. And we'll see how it goes for the championship run here for Trick Williams. Pretty excited for this guy to... Uh, He's really going off now at this point. A solid match overall. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Next up, we have the NXT Tag Team Championships on the line. It is the Don and Stax defending against Out the Mud, Nima and Price with Scripps versus the Creed Bros versus Humberto and Garza in a four-way tag team match. Out of the Mud come out with some, like, pit my bicycles. I don't know what was going on. We got a tricycle. I don't know how thug a tricycle is, but um, they were pretty blinged up, so I I don't know what to say about that. Interesting way to come out. Uh, The family, they come out with a mafia-style entrance. Oh, gotta like that. Pretty good. The match begins, and Tony D, really early in this one, seems to injure his knee. He gets taken out by medical staff. This is upsetting. Garza and Humberto with an awesome gory bomb cutter combo. I freaking, I was, 
all over that. That's a thumbs up. Stacks, Stacks getting picked apart now, now that he's all by himself. OTM rides Stacks like a lowrider, which was oddly hilarious. I... <laughs> I was I, I don't know what to think about that. It was pretty funny. If you saw it, then you might know what I'm talking about. Creed's come in now. They go absolutely crazy. Julius suplexing everything. He gets both of members of OTM up for the suplex simultaneously, showing off that ridiculous strength. OTM teaming up with Corrido and Angel Garza. The Dawn returns to nail a four-corner superplex with all the good guys. Pretty funny little spot there. Brutus with an insane cannonball to the outside onto the pile of superstars. Thumbs up for that. Dawn and Stax nail a bada bing bada boom on OTM inside the ring to retain the tag team titles. An impressive showcase for the upcoming teams, especially OTM, Garza, and Humberto. I thought both of those two teams look pretty good. You know, OTM is very, very new. This is, I think, basically their first kind of real match, and I thought it was pretty good you know they're showing off the gimmick I don't know 100% what it is like they're gangster but I I don't know 100% what they're going for uh if they're more comedy or I don't know it's they're they're an interesting little group I was fairly impressed and then Garza and Humberto I'm quite familiar with these two but they're kind of getting some traction now as a tag team showing off some really cool moves in there so I I was digging that Tony D did a really good job selling that knee injury. I thought he actually blew out his knee, so well done right there. And the Creed's, as always, just outrageous. So freaking good. They got probably one of the best hot tags in the business right now. Those guys always go crazy. 8 out of 10. This was a great match. Next up is the NXT Heritage Cup match. Noam Dar defending his cup with the metaphor against Butch, who won the Heritage Cup invitational tournament thingy he is out there with tyler Bate, butch playing with his food for the most uh most part of the first round pretty good stuff you know snapping the fingers kind of just beating him up a little bit then we get a nasty cheap shot from dar after the bell not good metaphor distract the referee so mensa can kick butch in the back of the head dar pins goes up one nothing Butch hits a moonsault to the outside. He nails the bitter end and he ties it up 1-2-1 going into the fourth round. Butch catches Noam in a choke, but the timer runs out in the fourth round. Dar, though, is out like a light and he starts the the fifth round completely out cold, which is fantastic. Dar awake to wreck Butch with a spinning back elbow and a brain buster onto the apron. Good lord, I'll give that a thumbs up. Butch cracks Dar's fingers after the bell to get his revenge for that earlier cheap shot. Well done. Mensa hits yet another cheap shot to Butch. Nova roller, but Butch is able to kick out. Butch hits the bitter end, and Dar kicks out of that. Goodness. Gallus show up to attack Tyler Bate. Butch takes them out with a dive, and then Coffee nails Butch on the inside of the ring with a nasty discus clothesline. The referee misses it. Dar pins and retains the Heritage Cup. Damn. Uh, awesome technical display from both men. I mean, Dar is no slouch. That guy is good in the ring, man. Lots of counters and submissions all over the place. Near falls were pretty wild, especially towards the end. Both men kicking out of each other's finishers. Stiff strikes, man. I was digging this match. Great stuff. 8 out of 10. We move on now to the NXT 
championship match, Carmelo Hayes defending against Ilya Dragunov. Dragunov immediately dragging Melo into a strong style fight. I mean, this is why I absolutely love Dragunov, man. He just does this with everybody, whether you like it or not. Melo nails an Enziguri mid-air on Ilya, then hits a nasty nothing but net. The selling from Dragunov on that was out of control. We got a near fall right there. Nasty tornado something by Hayes plants Ilya head first like good god again the selling is ridiculous by Druganov. Druganov answers with a driver into the corner then goes Shane O'Mac hits the coast to coast are you kidding me? Druganov busted open forehead he's got a busted open forehead now the blood is just pouring out of it too. He nails two diving forearms but Carmelo Hayes kicks out of it. Melo nails a super kick and a weird nasty slam to the outside. Druganov nails Melo with a clothesline mid-air. Hits another top rope forearm. Pins and new NXT champion. It is Ilya Druganov, baby. Oh my god. Yet another epic performance from these two in their chapter of this excellent rivalry. I mean, wow. The selling from Dragunov, dude, absolutely god-tier level. This guy is insane. I mean, like, even Dolph Ziggler would be like, holy shit, dude, like, this guy is crazy. The blood, the intensity from Dragunov, absolutely outstanding. I mean, soul-crushingly stiff this match was, my goodness. Those Some of the strikes from, from Dragunov, man, just look so freaking vicious. Big spots and near falls in this match. And, of course... The former champ, Carmelo Hayes, stepping up to the plate yet again. Not sh- not shying away from the fight in this one. He showed off his toughness and what an excellent run that he had as NXT champion. But Ilya Druganov cannot be denied any longer. you got to put the belt on this guy. And finally, he does. Another amazing match from these two. Nine out of ten. And how are we going to top this? Well, we about to find out with the main event. It is the NXT Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch defends against Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match. Becky, right away, she puts on a helmet to try and headbutt Tiffany, but the poor thing falls off. Very, very cute moment. I I, I got a kick out of that. Becky uses a fan's necklace to crack Tiffany in the face, and she is busted open. Stratton battles back with a kendo stick and an assortment of tools. Becky using a shopping cart to squish Tiffany, slams her onto Barbie pieces. Like that's I think I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, <laughs> Becky brings in the black bag. You think it might be filled with uh, thumbtacks, maybe even Lego pieces, but no, it's Barbie pieces. So she throws Tiffany Stratton onto the broken pieces, and then Becky is throwing pieces at Tiffany. She's throwing them into the crowd. The referee at one point's like, hey, you guys got to move over because you're hitting the crowd with, with broken Barbie parts. So that's hilarious. Thumbs up for that. Becky disappears for a minute underneath the ring. She appears again, shoots Stratton in the face with a fire extinguisher, brings out a barbed wire bat, It makes a little cameo. Stratton takes a shot in the leg with the bat, and that's about all we're going to get out of that that baseball bat. Nah, nah, not taking any more shots with that thing. Tiffany escapes, cannonballs Becky into the announcer's chair. That was pretty wicked. And then Tiffany, amazing swanton bomb off of the top rope, through the announce table. Wow, I mean, what a shot. The table doesn't break all the way, so she does another 
Picture perfect Swanton in the ring. Gotta give that a thumbs up. Becky kicks out of the Swanton bombs. Hits a manhandle slam hard onto the floor. Just look nasty. We got a moonsault onto a pile of chairs missed by Stratton. Becky yells yet nails yet another manhandle slam onto the pile of chairs. Pins and retains the NXT Women's Championship. Whew. Crowd giving both women a well-deserved standing ovation for this absolute war. Goodness gracious. I mean, lots of creativity in this match. I mean, not all the spots were hitting perfectly the way that they probably wanted them to, but I got to give them props for all of that creativity with all the weapons. Tiffany Stratton, another awesome performance, man. Like, she was taking big risks. Does the huge Swanton Bomb Jeff Hardy style. I mean, awesome. Uh, showing her toughness too, like she was bleeding, she took a smack right in the face with a gold chain, like come on now, I gotta give Tiffany her props, great performance from her and Becky Lynch, man, doing what I was hoping she was going to do in her run here on NXT, bringing out the best of the young new talent down there, showing off her toughness obviously, I really liked her use of the weapons, I don't know what was going on with her and that that fan in the crowd and the, and the necklace, apparently they knew each other, but I don't really care. It was a really fun match. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. And damn, what a hell of a one-two shot to end the show right there. Two 9 out of 10s. And overall, this was a great pay-per-view, man. Like the, the N64 opening, that was such a great little treat right there. And from opening to beginning, man, lots of good wrestling. No duds in there, I would say. Uh, my favorite one, it's a toss-up, but I have to go with the Ilya Dragunov. Uh, so good to see him finally get that championship match. They always nail it in terms of just awesome matches. I mean, Dragunov always just blows me away with how good he is and a hell of a run for Carmelo Hayes. We have a little moment at the end of the show where Melo and Trick are, are backstage and they're you know, Trick is upset, sad that uh, Melo lost his championship, but Melo, uh, really happy for his buddy to have won his first major championship, so we'll see where that goes, maybe these two fight for the championship together at some point, uh, might be a little bit before they break up, but we'll see where that one goes, it's going to be really interesting to see where uh, that storyline is going to take us, but all said and done, I really enjoyed this pay-per-view, I am going to give NXT's No Mercy an 8 out of 10. This was a great time all the way through. I thought they stepped up their game for most of the matches. So let me know what was your favorite match of the show? Which one did not quite live up to your expectations? Me personally, I didn't think there was any duds on this one. I was pretty satisfied through and through. So I think NXT No Mercy is worth the watch. Now it is time for AEW's Wrestle Dream that is taking place in Seattle, Washington, and we are starting off with the Zero Hour, which has quite a bit of matches on it. Uh, they start with a really nice tribute to Antonio Inoki, a legendary Japan wrestler. I can't say that I really watch, but I've seen some footage online, you know what I'm saying? I think he's the one that there was a... A wrestler in Japan, really big lad, and uh, Anoki just beat the ever-living shit out of that guy for not selling his offense. That was pretty good, so a nice tribute for Antonio Anoki. good stuff. Give that a thumbs up. Uh, first match on the Zero Hour card, we got Diamante, Martinez, Shane Taylor, and Lee Moriarty going up against Athena, Billy Stocks, Keith Lee, and Satoshi Kojima. Oh, 
baby. What a that was that's that's a nice thing to see. Mixed tag action right here. And we get the famous machine gun chops from Kojima. I mean, oh my god. I go crazy every time he does it. Thumbs up for that. Athena nails Moriarty with the eclipse. We get a jackhammer from Keith Lee. Kojima, big old forearm, and the good people pick up the W right here. Athena and Keith Lee looking pretty good in this match. Wasn't very long, but uh, I always Athena always so fired up, engaging with the crowd all the time. I always I love that from her. And of course, I love seeing the legendary Kojima do his thing. Pleasant surprise to see him right there. Fun, quick little match. I'll give it a five and a half at that. We move on to John Moxley joining commentary for the Josh Barnett and Claudio Castagnoli match. Josh with the big spinning wheel kick. Claudio, big swing into a knee bar. Catches Barnett in a roll-up and Claudio picks up a W. Mostly a sparring match right here. It didn't really translate all that great on television. A little bit boring to watch. The crowd wasn't into this one very much at all. But a nice tribute to Anoke, Kind of a, his style of match. Uh, wasn't, wasn't extremely entertaining though. So 4 out of 10 for this one. Barnett after the match pays respects to Anoke and Claudio. Nice touch. We move on to Luchasaurus going up against Nick Wayne. Oh dear. Lucha is throwing Wayne on his head with a really nasty looking German suplex. Oh boy. Choke slam over the ropes. Nick Nick nails the apron on the way down. Oh my goodness, that looked vicious. Reminds me of straight up SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 when you can just powerbomb and choke slam people pretty much anywhere. And yeah, that was definitely uh, very painful looking. Luchasaurus beating up Wayne in front of his mommy. How could you? Nick misses a Wayne's World attempt. We got a lariat to the back of the head. Luchasaurus grabs the W. Wayne absolutely selling his soul in this match. Entertaining stuff. A little scary. Not as scary as Darby, but uh, I, I liked watching it. And a squash match here for Luchasaurus, making him look like an absolute beast. I'll give it a 5 out of 10. We go on to, I can't believe how many matches they put in, to the Zero Hour. We got an AEW Trios Tag Team Championship match. The Acclaimed and Daddy Ass defend against TMDK. We got a really funny rap from Caster at the beginning. Gotta, sh gotta shout that one out. Thumbs up. Made me giggle. Then Daddy Ass is beating up on haste, hitting a scissor me timbers. But TMDK bounced back, doing a good job cutting off the ring. Daddy gets the hot tag. We got the arrival. Mic drop in the acclaimed retain. Nice effort here from TMDK. I kind of like the chemistry that they have with the acclaimed. They're solid in the ring, but they're also a little goofy. So I, I think the mix is right. And it was a solid entertaining trios tag team match. Six at the... And we go to the main card now. So, we are starting off with the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship match. MJF defending all by himself in a 2-on-1 handicap match against the Righteous, Dutch and Vincent. We got an MJF promo on the Righteous before the bell rings. That was some pretty good shit right there. Max trying to lift up Dutch. That goes poorly. Righteous ganging up on MJF, taunting Adam Cole. Max goes for the tag, but there's no Adam Cole there. Oh, just a real sad moment. Righteous with a nice power bomb, swanton, boss man slam combo, can't put away MJF. 
Vincent grabs a chair out of frustration, but Max twists his dick. Oh my goodness, I'll give that a thumbs up. That's some good shit. Who doesn't like a good old dick twist? MJF solo hot tag hits the body slam on the big man Dutch. Crowd goes banana. Vincent's head shoved up Dutch's ass. We got the kangaroo kick. Heat Seeker with a sneaky foot on the ropes pin. And MJF retains the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships all by himself. Pretty friggin' impressive. And the most impressive thing is just the mastering of this, like, 80s-style babyface situation that MJF has got going on. Extremely entertaining. Loving that. And The Righteous, a good performance right here. You know, they really did the job for MJF, like... Getting your head shoved up another man's ass, that that just cannot be pleasant, so shout out to the Righteous. They did get in some good offense there, so yeah, not bad. I like this match. I don't know, did I just have a voice crack? Seven, at that. We move on to the Ring of Honor and the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Championship on the line. Eddie Kingston defending both the titles against Shibata. A variety of submissions applied by Shibata. Eddie with the nasty machine gun chops. This only fires up Shibata, though. I, that's just so badass. Gotta give it a thumbs up. Eddie almost passes out in a chokehold from Shibata. Eddie nails a spinning back fist. Nasty power bomb. Pins and retains both the Ring of Honor and Strong Championships. Oh my goodness. Just a good old classic Strong Style War. Absolutely would have made Anoki proud. That was some real good shit. Brutally stiff is putting it lightly. I mean, the sweat flying off of Shibata, off the impact from Eddie Kingston. Like, oh my god, it was like a Gatorade commercial in there. Uh, technicality from Shibata, really good. I mean, the chain wrestling, counters of submissions. Great match right here. Eight at the. We move on to another championship match. It is the TBS championship. Chris Statlander defending against Julia Hart with Brody King. We got a nice Hurricanrana counter and then bouncing Statlander's head into the mat numerous times. Really liking that from Julia Hart right there. I'll give her a thumbs up. Brody distracts Statlander. Julia twist attempt is stopped with a mean slap. Mishunoku driver. We got a near fall right there. Julia nasty counter slam off the top rope, then nails a moonsault. Chris kicks out of that one. Julia applies a submission. Statlander powering out of it. Hits a tombstone and a Sunday night fever. Pins and retains the TBS championship. I mean, wow. Hell of a performance right there from Julia. Might be her best match to date. That was some really good shit. Uh, Kind of a breakout match for her right there. I was uh, really enjoying that. Hanging in tough with the champion. Got to give her the props. And Statlander, what can I say? Another fantastic defense of her title. I think she's, what, 26 or 27 matches in a row now. Uh, retaining that championship, I do believe. That that sounds like a lot, but it that sounds about right, though. Great match. 8 out of 10. And now we have a number one contender's four-way tag team match. It is the Guns, Colton and Austin Gun. Versus the Lucha Bros, Penta and Ray Phoenix. Versus Hook and Orange Cassidy. Versus the Young Bucks. Guns try to pin each other. Uh, smart, smart idea, but the referee's not going to have that. So, I mean, it was pretty, pretty funny little moment there. Then Hook, Hook and Orange go suplex party on the Young Bucks. Guns going off. They uh, 
do a really good job at cutting off the ring. Penta with a crazy gory bomb package driver combo on Hook and Orange Cassidy while the Young Bucks kick him in the head. I mean, wow, what a spot that was. I'll give that a thumbs up right there. BTE trigger on Penta and the Young Bucks grab a big old W right here. Just a classic chaotic tag team match. Expectedly so. You got the Lucha Bros and Young Bucks in there doing their thing. Uh, it does sadly look like that Ray Phoenix got hurt early on. Something to do with his shoulder. Uh, it happened at the beginning of the match and I did not see him come back. So hopefully he's doing alright. Other than that, all the teams having their moments. The guns playing it smart. Enjoyable performance. 7 at the Got a grudge match up next. It is Hangman Adam Page going up against Swerve Strickland with the Mogul Embassy. Crowd cheering for hometown Swerve. Kind of throwing Hangman off a little bit at the beginning of this match. Swerve getting really cocky until Hangman hits a variety of power bombs in and out of the ring and then nails a nice moonsault. Give him a thumbs up for that. Swerve hits the nice combo. Nasty backbreaker, stomp, and a kick to the head. Good lord. Hangman kicks out, answers with a dead eye onto the steel steps. How you doing? Swerve snaps Hangman's arm, taking away the buckshot lariat. Swerve then with a horrific stomp onto the apron. Looked horrific, and then they did like a slow-mo replay. Didn't look as good, but in the moment looked fucking vicious. We got a 450 splash onto Hangman's arm. Kind of looked like he missed it straight up. Commentary was struggling with that one too justify if it did or didn't make contact anyway hangman hits a buckshot but it really hurts his arm nana caught putting swerve's foot on the ropes the referee kicks him out swerve nails hangman with a belt kicks out of that then he nails a jml driver and puts hangman away for the big win Admittedly, the finish took the wind out a little bit for me in this one with the shenanigans, but overall, a wicked back-and-forth classic between these two yet again. Really enjoyed Swerve's huge combos. Those things were freaking ridiculous. And Hangman, good, hard-hitting performance. Great match from these two yet again. 8 out of 10. We move on to Wheeler Yuta going up against Ricky Stocks. Straight up street fight, throwing some real heat right out of the gate of this match. Big Bill walks down, that distracts Wheeler Yuta. Starks hitting a powerbomb on Yuta so hard, he kind of DDTs himself a little bit there. That was some good shit. We got a spear and a Rochambeau. Ricky, with a little bit of help from Big Bill, takes down Wheeler Yuta. Stiff, kind of like a alley fight from these two young men right here. Starks entertaining and tough performance. Same with Yuta. Six and a half out of ten. Solid fight. And Moxley enjoyed it too. He was on commentary, making JR uncomfortable. We move on now to the dream match. It is Zack Sabre Jr. going up against Brian Danielson. Oh, baby. Technicality on display, making a crab submission sculpture. I think only these two guys could do that, so thumbs up for that. Saber tearing apart the injured arm of Brian. And you got Danielson targeting the knee of Saber Jr. Goes off with a ton of vicious kicks and stomps like holy crap. Thumbs up for those. Counter spree, Zach locks in a knee bar, gets into a slap fight with Danielson. 
Saber, brutal armbar applied, damn near ripping Brian's shoulder out. Oh my goodness. But he manages to get his foots on the rope to get out of that, that submission. We got a psycho knee out of nowhere. Not enough to put away Saber. So why not another one? It does the trick. Danielson wins the dream match over Zack Saber Jr. Wow. Incredible technical performance. I think it goes without saying these two are probably the two best technical wrestlers in the world right now. So many counters and submissions, hard strikes, and and the flow of this match. Incredible. Like technical matches may not be everybody's cup of tea with the with the mat skills and stuff like that, but the way that these guys were flowing and <clears throat> into one move into the into another one was extremely impressive and the stamina i mean these guys were i mean i would have been dead i would have been comatose needing oxygen tanks after that performance these guys were barely breaking a sweat insane eight and a half out of ten we move on to kenny omega chris jericho and kota abushi Trio's tag team match going up against the don Callis family Takeshka, sammy guevara and will osprey uh, Omega and Osprey reigniting their feud in the ring. I'm absolutely loving it. Sammy bothers Taz on commentary for a little bit of comedy. Family target Omega using some shady tactics. We got a hot tag from Jericho beating up on Guevara. Jericho does the pose with Abushi. That is a very cute moment. The crowd loves it. We got an awesome shooting star press from, from Sammy Guevara to the outside. The family hitting a triple team maneuver on Chris Jericho. He powers up at one, starts hulking up. Freaking awesome. Thumbs up for that. And then Abushi, so badass. One punching Osprey and Sammy Guevara. And then he finally gets his hands on Takeshka as they start brawling. Oh, such a sick moment. Osprey eats a Judas effect for Sammy, fakes an injury distracting the referee, Aubrey. And then Don Callis whacks Jericho with his own baseball bat. Sammy pins Jericho, and the heels win. Boo! But all in all, really fun match right here. The Omega Osprey stuff was awesome. Loving that. Really wanted some more Abushi and Takeshka in this match. I feel like Abushi was a little bit on the back burner. I would have loved to seen him in there a lot more, especially maybe reunite that Osprey and Abushi fight. Oh my goodness. Still good stuff though. Uh, nice heat added for Sammy pinning Chris Jericho in this match. They were also getting into it throughout. And of course, Don Callis, an absolute freaking scumbag. Great trios match right here. Eight out of ten. Now we got the AEW Tag Team Championships on the line. FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler defending against Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. So Dax and Davis chopping the flesh off of each other. Oh my god, absolutely love it. Aussie Open, isolate Cash. We got an assisted power bomb. Cash falls onto Kyle a little bit right there. Dax Hot Tag gets cooled off by the Aussie Arrow. Wheeler eats a wheel kick, doomsday device thing. That was so sick. Thumbs up for that. FTR with the superplex splash combo. The pin is broken up by a diving cow. Aussie open. Shatter machine hit the Coriolis, but that is broken up in time by Cash. We got the assisted pile driver super shatter machine by FTR. They pin and retain the AEW Tag Team Championships. Woof. Good lord, man. Aussie Open. Absolutely fantastic performance right here. I mean, 
Jesus, FTR putting another team on the map. If you if you don't know who Ozzy Open are, you probably do now. Great spots, hard hitting, back and forth battle. Really loving the Mark Davis and Dax. They they were just beating the fuck out of each other. Great battle. Eight and a half at ten. And this will be setting up FTR and Young Bucks fighting for the championships for the fourth time in AEW. It's going to be a classic, but I think I already know exactly what kind of match we're going to have. It'll be fun, though. It'll be a lot of fun. Now it is time for the main event, TNT Championship. On the line, Christian Cage, the real champion now, defending against Darby Allin in a two-out-of-three falls match. So Darby got a little bit excited during his entrance. He cuts... Cut something underneath his eye with like a piece of skateboard or something. Regardless, he looks like he's crying blood and that is awesome. Darby pulling Christian's shirt over his eyes. Rolls him up to grab an early 1-0 lead. Oh snap. Christian playing the mind games. Talking to Nick Wayne's mom. And then we have battling Darby Christian chants. Surprisingly loud for the Christian side. That that really threw me off. Because we're not only are people cheering for Christian. Which is great. But they're in Darby's hometown, so I was expecting, uh, you know, all the love for Darby. But Christian, undeniably getting some love right here. Wayne's mom splashes water on Christian. Darby hits a coffin drop to the outside. Goes for a second one, but Christian has the knees up. That looked very painful. Christian then brutally slamming Darby onto the steel steps multiple times. And Jesus, man, he they like missed the first one. Slams him viciously on it. Then takes him up and just drops him like right on his elbow. I mean, oh my god, that looked absolutely disgusting. Allen gets counted out on the outside, uh, no doubt, after all those slams on the steps. It is now tied one-to-one. Christian then exposing the ring to the wood as Darby is taken away on a stretcher. Cage not done. Frog splash onto the stretcher, plus a kill switch onto the exposed wood. Good lord, what an animal. Thumbs up. Darby coffin drop. Cage kicks out of that. Spear takes out the referee. Christian goes for the belt. Nick Wayne runs down, stops him from using the belt, takes it from him, and then blasts his own buddy Darby in the face himself. Whoa. Christian pins and retains the championship, winning 2-1. to Whoa, dude, what a swerve. Did not see that one coming right there. No way, Jose. I don't even think Nick Wayne's mom saw that coming. Her reaction was priceless. Even, like, security was, like, holding her back. Like, oh, my God, this woman is nuts. Uh, What can I say about the heel work right here from Christian? Storytelling on point. I mean... Wow, the the hatred you feel towards Christian after this one is insane. And now it's going on to Nick Wayne as well. What is Christian offering these guys? Like, is it straight up money or is it something better? Like, holy crap. The bumps from Darby and Christian were fucking brutal. That The stair stuff was really, really hard to watch. But, man, I could not look away on this one. Great stuff. Eight and a half out of ten. Christian and Nick Wayne beat down Darby. Sting comes out to save him. Luchasaurus takes out Sting. So Christian is about to deliver a concerto. Then the lights go out. You think you know me? Oh my god, it is Adam Copeland, better known as Edge. He is in AEW. The rumors are true, and he's already here. Holy shit. But the question is... 
Is he going to be a heel or is he going to be a good guy? Comes down to the ring, takes the chair from Christian. Looks like he might use the chair, but he takes out the bad guys instead. Hits some spears. Christian runs away like a chicken. Oh my god. Darby and Sting shake hands with Edge. And jeez, man, what a fucking crazy moment for AEW. Would have been uh, one of the greatest moments for me as a fan if it didn't get spoiled for me. Fuck you, internet. Oh, I'm so sad that I I, I I tried so hard to avoid any spoilers. And yep, saw spoilers. It was all over the internet. Anyone who's putting freaking major spoilers in your thumbnails, you can go to hell. You're an absolute scum scumbag you are ruining it for the rest of us but that is the end of the show holy fuck though again man this this problem with the with the pay-per-views in AEW continues I'm not including zero hour in my scoring but still an insane amount of matches we got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve 13, 14 matches, holy shit, that's including zero hour regardless, that's just way too many, and again, they have the problem of not putting in something a little bit different in between some of the matches that are too close together, Uh, some of it gets mixed in there, but regardless, it is excellent wrestling through and through, a lot of it was quite nice, zero hour stuff was a little bit tame, but again, it's zero hour. The people aren't even all in their seats yet. So I'm not I'm not adding that to the final score of this pay-per-view. But like I said, wrestling was ridiculous. And Edge, Adam Copeland joining AEW. The, the storyline potential is through the roof with this guy. Who's he going to fight first? Is he going to get to Kenny Omega? Is he going to team up? battle with Christian like oh this is going to be a lot of fun and I'm so excited that Edge is already here did not expect him to be here so early but holy shit they've been planting the seeds for the last few weeks here dropping some spears saying some of this and that and Christian being the ultimate scumbag and you got the savior Edge coming in man this is exciting Edge has not been in a different wrestling business I think his whole entire career he's been in WWE forever this is going to be a lot of fun so what'd y'all think of the shows did you like the no mercy better or did you like the AEW show better I better score the AEW show so you can get my opinion I'm giving it an eight and a half out of ten I thought it was spectacular with that moment at the end with Edge that really added a, a, a good touch a good chunk of positivity to the ending of this show and yeah, they just got to work on that oversaturation. Way too much wrestling on a pay-per-view. Like, again, I literally, you could barely get up to go take a piss. Like, it's just so compact. I appreciate how compact it is, but it's a little much. But really enjoyable both ends of the pay-per-view. Oh, which one did I like more? I mean, there's just, it's really tough to compare them because they're kind of, it's rather different. Like, WWE goes for nowhere near as many matches and shit like that. I thought they were both really entertaining for their own reasons, but I'll give the edge to Edge because Edge is in AEW, and that's extremely exciting. But let me know, what show did you like the best? What do you think Edge is going to do in AEW? I'm just 
so happy that this is happening. This is going to be a ton of fun. And thank you, everybody, so much for listening. That will be the review for today. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun month for the GX Plus cast. It's October, so it's spooky season. Going to be doing some spooky stuff, uh, mostly on the Gamer Cast. Going to be doing some scary enemies. Uh, talking about that in the, the upcoming Gamer Cast should be a lot of fun. And, yeah, so keep your eyes and ears out for all that stuff. These episodes do get uploaded to YouTube on the Gamer GX videos YouTube channel. You can go follow the link down below and go watch. Leave comments, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Great place if you want to drop a question uh, that you would like answered and read on the podcast. Drop a comment over there on the YouTube channel. Or you can follow along on the Twitter and you can leave a question or comment for the podcast there as well. That would be greatly appreciated. And drop a review or like, whatever you got to do. Help out the little podcast, why don't you? eh? All right, everybody, we'll be back again with some more GX Plus Cast. (laughs) 